Hi listeners, just wanted to quickly drop in this bonus episode from the sermon that I delivered on Sunday, April the 23rd, 2023 at Foothills United Methodist Church in La Mesa, California. It is based off the scripture, Luke 24, 13 through 35, the walk to Emmaus. And the uh, title of the sermon is The Next Journey. I will also include the reading of the scripture that I recorded from a different episode. So I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. This week's scripture is Luke 24, 13 through 35. It's the story about the walk to Emmaus which happened um, the evening of the resurrection. So it's referring to the time after the women and uh, Peter had gone to the tomb and saw that Jesus had been raised from the dead. So this happens on the afternoon or evening um, of Easter. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place these last days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word, before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Now, Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road? while he was opening the scriptures to us. That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. 
they were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of bread. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Yes. Pastor Greg opened his sermon with this last week, so I thought I'd try it too. (laughs) Well, we are in the Easter season, but also today's scripture takes place on the afternoon of the resurrection. So it's still Easter day for these two travelers who are returning home after their Passover pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Now one is named Cleopas, but the other one is unnamed. Cleopas was a follower of Jesus, and some sources think he was Joseph's brother. So Jesus' uncle, in a way. And so as they are walking, they are discussing this emotional week. They share with one another their hopes and dreams that were shattered with the death of Jesus. And even though they had heard the news that Jesus is alive, they couldn't quite let themselves believe it. They had opened their hearts to Jesus and have felt the devastating blow when he was gone. If they opened themselves to this news, they could get hurt again if it turned out not to be true. They had not experienced the resurrection themselves. For them, it was still based on hearsay from the women's testimony and from Peter finding the tomb empty. They had not encountered Jesus personally, not yet. They had completed their journey to the temple to be in God's presence during Passover, and now they set out on the next journey when they will encounter the risen Christ. So what is the next journey for them? Well, they really aren't sure. They are working that out as they go along the road. They think they are headed home, but they don't know that they'll only stay there a moment before returning to Jerusalem again. They certainly begin their journey of grief, where they are trying to understand or make sense of all that had happened that week. And they don't know that Jesus will join them on their journey to help them understand. And then it happens. Jesus joins them on the road. But they are so deep in thought and conversation and grief, they don't recognize him. Cleopas even calls him a stranger. Oh, so many times we don't recognize Jesus with us in the midst of confusion and doubt. 
Jesus is even a stranger to us when we're so focused on the tomb and making sense out of mystery that we don't recognize when Christ is already beside us. But even as a stranger, the travelers engage and include Jesus in their conversation. They recall all the details of what they experienced that week. Yet Jesus points out that they are not quite connecting the dots to Scripture. If they knew all of Scripture that foretold of all these events, then they would understand. So part of their next journey includes studying all of the Scriptures instead of only the ones that help them on their agenda. Now, Cleopas said in verse 21, we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Cleopas is still stuck on the image of the Messiah to be a mighty warrior to conquer Rome and liberate Israel from Roman oppression. So perhaps that is why he didn't recognize Jesus. His eyes were not open to the truth, but still stuck on his preconceived notions of Jesus, the ones that would benefit him and his people. Jesus recounts the prophecy of the suffering servant and all the scripture that Jesus fulfilled. Well, the suffering servant was not an image they wanted to believe about the Messiah because they were suffering. They wanted someone to free them from suffering. They didn't understand that it would be that they would be freed from their suffering when they understood that Jesus is with them in their suffering, that they don't suffer alone or have to carry all of the burden alone. Jesus also releases suffering through the resurrection. When he conquers death, he conquers suffering for all. For we can have new life because of his resurrection. Yes, we will still suffer in this life, but Christ gives us hope that there is life beyond death. There is life beyond the suffering. And so Jesus shows the travelers that they can know Jesus more fully through Scripture all of Scripture, not just the parts that align with their wants and desires. So their next journey is a journey to understanding, which can be accomplished through studying Scripture and conversation, discussing it with one another. Jesus illustrates that conversation is an important part of studying Scripture. Others help us to see that maybe our view uh, is narrowed or clouded by our desires. And we all want Scripture to say something that benefits us, so we need others to point to all of Scripture so we can see what Scripture truly says. Traveling companions are very important to this next journey, even if they begin 
as strangers. When they came to what they thought was the end of their journey, when they arrived at home, they just couldn't let it end. As Jesus was talking about the scripture, their hearts burned for more. They couldn't let him go. Stay with us, they pleaded. They invited Jesus, who is still a stranger to them, into their home to stay. And he did. Now, Jesus is not a pushy stranger with a bullhorn. Jesus will never push himself on us. But when we invite him in, he comes and offers grace. When he went in to stay with him, he joined them at the table. He took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. It is then their eyes were opened and they recognized him. Christ consistently revealed himself through the breaking of bread. They recognized the grace that Jesus always gives. Even though Jesus vanished, as soon as they recognized him, they will always have Christ's presence with them through the bread and around tables when people gather. Jesus may have vanished out of their sight, but not out of their hearts, nor out of their lives. His presence is always present, walking on the journey with them. While they're sharing conversations and studying scripture together, breaking bread, and joining others around the table. Now, there are many journeys these travelers take. When one ends, another begins. Their Passover journey led them to their next journey of encountering Christ on the road to understanding. Their journey of Jesus began as a stranger before he became known as the recognized and risen Christ. The journey of learning all of Scripture and learning truth through conversations. The journey of learning that an empty tomb really does hold the promise of a new life. And so they are compelled to take their next journey to go back to Jerusalem to tell the others even though they pleaded for Jesus to come in and stay for safety since night had come, they could not wait another minute to start their next journey. They could not wait until morning. Jesus had gotten a hold of their hearts, and they had to begin their next journey right away to share their story of the risen Christ. What is your next journey? We have journeyed through Lent, Holy Week, and Easter. What is, is next for your faith journey? Has Jesus gotten a hold of your heart so that you can't wait to share your story with others? 
Maybe your journey is for deeper understanding, like the travelers. Maybe it is a journey into a new life that Christ promised with his resurrection. We all have a next journey waiting for us. It doesn't just end at Easter. Easter is the beginning as we continue to be a part of their Easter story. Maybe that is why the other traveler is unnamed. We are the other traveler, the disciple who continues on the road with Jesus. As we learned last week, my next journey will take me on down the road. In case you haven't heard yet, uh, I will be appointed as the pastor of Ramona United Methodist Church beginning July 1st. We all may be feeling confusion and sadness. There is grief we will process. And as we try to process it and understand and work it out what all this means, Jesus will be present in the midst of it and walk with us through it. As with all journeys, Jesus guides our steps as we invite him in to stay. We can't imagine yet what the next journey will bring, but we know that grace will be given and received. Christ is beautifully consistent that way. Christ will bless us as we begin our next journey. Amen.